On Midwest Week, the Denport School Board decides to close three elementary schools as part of a long-range facilities plan. I'm Herb Trix, and my guest this week is Olivia Allen, education reporter for the Quad City Times and Dispatch Argus. So, Olivia, why has the Denport School District been working on a long-range facilities plan? Yeah, so they've been working on this plan for over a year. Um, you know, they formed a uh, long-range facilities planning committee, um, you know, comprised of representatives from each school, parents, admin, they're partnering with Bray Architects, um, but really they're doing this um, because the district, it was recommended through enrollment and capacity studies and just kind of, you know, reflecting on the district's history with finances. Um, obviously, I wasn't around for this, but I understand that they went through, um, you know, they've had a tumultuous history in that area. <laughs> but um, so basically, the end goal here is to um, increase operational efficiency for the district, um, you know, just getting to a point where they can better allocate resources, staff, um, programming, obviously update facilities, expand facilities if they see fit. Um, but really the end goal is the district just wants to get in a point financially and obviously um, with their available facilities to just better provide educational opportunities and programming for mm. students. Um, okay. That's really the end goal with this. So which elementary schools are going to close after this school year, and why were those three chosen? After Monday's board vote, um, Washington, Buchanan, and Monroe Elementary Schools will be closing. Um, and they used a number of different considerations to determine, you know, or I guess identify which schools could potentially close. I won't run through all of those, but the big ones, um, at least for Buchanan, is um, just the fact that regionally um, some of their neighboring attendance zone schools, Truman and Fillmore, um, saw some recent facility updates. Um, Buchanan, on the other hand, has not. But I believe their enrollment um, was lower than the other two schools as well, which wasn't as significant as a factor um, compared to the just uh, state of the facilities. And that was a consideration they looked at for um, all the schools. Washington stood out in particular because it was an older building, um, and it's a, I believe, a th three-story building, multi-story building, which basically they kind of took that and realized that that would make it more difficult to upgrade or renovate the facility um, mm -hmm. as they, you know, would like, would have liked to have seen it if it stayed open. Um, so, yeah, they, they used a number of considerations, um, and I think just the state of the facilities, ages, obviously proximity to middle school, and then, you know, other factors like enrollment. So the children from these three schools, where are they going to go? Are they just going to be sort of split up among adjacent elementaries, or is there some grand plan in, in the works? Yeah, so the um, they actually, the district just... Um, posted some proposed boundary um, changes, which um, they the deadline for the state boundary changes is December 31st. However, that's only for major um, changes, seeing how obviously the district is huge and this only affects elementary attendance zones. Um, they are not pressured by that timeline. Mm -hmm. um, in speaking with Mike Vondren, their spokesperson, they're aiming for the January 9th meeting. Um, but is they they kind of made these proposals on a regional basis, um, north, central, and west. And so most of Buchanan's former neighborhoods um, would fall under the proposed boundary line for Truman, mm -hmm. but um, the Adams boundary that they're proposing would also absorb 
uh, just a portion, a smaller portion, if I remember correctly, of the Buchanan neighborhoods. Um, and these boundary proposals also um, alter, you know, the attendance zones for schools that are staying open. So, you know, pieces of, um, you know, the Fillmore boundary would kind of dip into the Harrison zone. Um, Harrison would absorb a portion of Garfield. Um, so it's kind of complex in that matter. But Washington, some of the Washington neighborhoods would move into Eisenhower's proposed boundary, um, and um, as well as Garfield. Mm-hmm. And if I just was there much controversy over these decisions, these three schools, or or did parents finally just sort of figure, well, you know, the district's got to save money somehow, and these are old buildings. Um, yeah, I would say there definitely was a lot more controversy in terms of public participation participation at these meetings um or just guess just public outcry um when walcott was still looped in um to the proposal um walcott converting into a middle school which would effectively close its elementary section um but that you know obviously was stripped of the proposal you know there were definitely parents um whether that be who know children from buchanan staff from buchanan um washington and monroe who you know, spoke against the plan, um, or it just kind of raised the general question of, you know, why are we closing three schools that have, you know, higher populations of low-income students, Um, you know, and even looking beyond the community, there was controversy among the board as well, um, particularly with um, Director Gordon and Director Postian, Um, you know, on similar grounds. Director Gordon was pretty concerned about, you know, these closures impact on you know, those low-income students. Members of the school board that were against it, was it uh, a specific school or just the three schools in general? They thought uh, there should be a better plan somehow. I think it was, um, I think it was just in general, um, just looking at the vote breakdown. I know Director Gordon voted against um, Buchanan in particular and Washington as well, Mm -hmm. just on the same grounds. Um, You know, she raised similar points with Monroe, but um, just that's how the vote played out. Now, the school board has also decided to move sixth graders around. Um, Where where are they going to go and why? So they, um, Monday, they also voted to um, move the sixth graders into the intermediate buildings. However, Mm. that won't start until the 2024-2025 school year. So for this next school year, um, you know, despite the three closures, they will remain in the elementary buildings. Um, And, you know, given the district's capacity study and um, just kind of their declined enrollment over the years, um, they'll be able to, you know, house Mm -hmm. all the new students in the schools um, who might be moving from Buchanan, Washington, and Monroe, and um, the sixth graders as well. Mm -hmm. So um, basically what they – that vote aligned with the – K-5, 6-8 pathway proposal, which is what they're moving forward with in this plan. Um, And I think that portion of, you know, the long-range facilities plan is aligning with kind of their secondary goal to create true feeder pathways, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to the district's high schools, which kind of circling back to your first question, obviously their end goal here is that operational efficiency and just kind of you know, bettering opportunities for students. But, you know, they also did want to create a much clearer pathway for students moving through, you know, the entire Davenport 
school system. Now, do I remember correctly that these decisions are phase one of the long-range plan, and if so, what's on the agenda next? Yeah, so they considered this vote um, phase one of the plan. Um, So basically, during this kind of intermittent period before the schools close, they will be developing and formalizing that transition plan for the students and staff at those buildings. But they're also... um, And another reason I think they wanted, or I guess they used to justify the vote um, to pushing the sixth grade transition back to 2024 is to give them more time to, again, formulate and formalize, gather feedback from the community to make a plan, you know, for the sixth graders moving into the intermediate buildings. So, um, you know, this year we'll... They'll be working on a lot of planning, um, obviously communicating, cascading that throughout the district with staff and community members. Um, and then so once once the schools officially close, so next school year, um, then the district will um, and I and I can't tell you a timeline. I don't I don't even think they've identified plans as to what to do with those buildings. But, you know, once they kind of through attrition see some of those operational savings, then they will have the opportunity to explore other um, facility improvements or expansions as well. 